What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. It's Sunday, the weekend, so you know it's a mailbag day. We're also going to talk about just some of the things surrounding Bulls Nation, whether the questions if Billy Donovan should be in the hot seat, Zach Levine and his his you know his frustration being misplaced, and now Bulls fans, oh, Zach shouldn't have been a max level player. We're going to talk about that all, plus dive into the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So as you guys know, if you guys have been here for a while, I tend to be tend to try to be a very real, realistic Bulls fan. And the way that I cover the team, everything, I just try to sit back and look at things objectively, re-evaluate the situations and things like that. And so, you know, with the, th- the current situation of the Chicago Bulls, it rightfully so has left a lot of bu- a lot of a bad taste in a lot of Bulls fans' mouth. You have the Bulls fans that are of, hey, let's blow it all up. You have the Bulls fans that think, hey, Billy Donovan needs to needs to move on. It's him. You have the Bulls fans that are now screaming, Zach Levine shouldn't have got the max level contract, right? Let's say this, right? Outside of how Zach Levine has been playing at the start of this season, at the end of the day, and something that I've said before, is that the Bulls couldn't have just let Zach Levine walk. Zach Levine was going to get the max. They signed him to a max. Now, what I will say with this is that if this Zach Levine that we're seeing, yes, we all know and think like he isn't 100% himself yet. He, If you look at him and watch the games, which a lot of Bulls fans don't, you have a lot of stat sheet watchers that don't actually watch games. Zach has not looked like himself. Now, that's not an excuse. At the end of the day, we do need Zach to be the player that he has been. But, you know, for the now the Bulls fans that, oh, Zach should have never got the, the max. Le- Shut the fuck up. Zach should have. Zach was always going to get the max level contract, and you can't let that level of talent just walk away. Yes, the season for the, has been a rough start for him. That is not excused. That we need to see the real Zach Levine step the hell up sooner rather than later. But Zach Levine was always going to get the max level contract. Now I did disagree that he was a super max level player, and thank God he didn't qualify that, making an All NBA team because that would have made things this offseason really interesting. But at the end of the day, it's this right. You can talk all day, Zach's not a winner, Zach's not this. All, all these complaints that, that people have for Zach Levine, and they're, 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 they're facing that anger, rightfully so, right, in Zach Levine. And the fact of the matter is you are now the highest play player. That does come with pressures that you have to accept whether you thought that it was or not. But I, I disagree with the people that have said now, and a lot of you in the comments, well, Zach got his money, now he just doesn't care. No, I think that the, 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 press, the, the presser after the game shows that Zach Levine does care. Zach Levine does absolutely care about winning, and I'm sure it's frustrating him to be in the, in the place right now where he just isn't able to affect the game in the ways that he's been able to do before. Now, we, Zach has to, and one thing that I've said in this, Zach's anger is definitely misplaced right now. Him, him being as frustrated as he is and that anger coming out towards Billy Donovan in those comments, I said it on yesterday's episode, is completely misplaced. Zach Levine has to look at him. Zach Levine has to has to operate within himself and realize, hey, listen, you got benched because of your play. And for all the play, all the, the people who are saying, oh, well, why bench Zach? There have been players, DeMar's shot in effect. Zach was a net negative in defense and offense last game. Every single facet of the game. So there, you couldn't make an excuse to have him out there defensively down the stretch of a game. Because he he was playing terribly there. You couldn't make an excuse and people could say, oh, well, Zach has the potential of making those shots. Yeah, but he wasn't. A, a player shooting one for 15 in a game that's close. Now, I will say this. When the Bulls didn't have the four-point lead 
considering fouling, things like that, I would have had Zach out there for that because I would have tried to make sure you get the ball to Zach so he's the one's fouled. He's a pretty good free throw shooter. But at the end of the day, Zach did not perform to the level. And so while we have a lot of Bulls fans right now of two completely different minds, Billy Donovan, the Bulls roster, all of this, Zach Levine, as far as the p- placing that 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 frustration on hit him getting the max level con, he was always going to get it. He was always going to get it. And I tell you what, the Bulls would still be very worse off had they let him walk. And not one Bulls fan has offered a realistic situation. He wasn't going to take less because he could have gotten the max anywhere else. So that's not on the table. That's not a realistic option. You don't let, when you're trying to build a talent like that, walk away. You don't do it. Now, Zach does need to get back to what he's been playing for. He does need to get back to that level that he was playing at prior to his injury last season. And I think people forget, last season, before uh, Zach's knee injury, he was a 50-40-90 player, averaging almost 28 points per game. He needs to get back to that. He has shown at parts of this season to be much more engaged defensively, but he has to he has to get back to that. Zach needs to be using this time of his frustration to go out there and perform. If Zach Levine doesn't come out and perform well against Boston, I don't, I don't know what to say at that point. He needs to be motivated by this frustration and use that to fuel where he needs to go. Now, the comments, and I'm trying to address all things here, on the Bulls need to blow it up. The Bulls aren't going to blow it up. Now, that I've said this before. That does not mean that they may not make a move. It does not mean they may not now look at Vooch and a player that it was rumored they were going to try to work out an extension with and say, hey, maybe we, maybe we need to trade this expiring contract to bring in some talent now. That is something that could be on the table. I still don't think it's likely. But at the end of the day, it's this. This team isn't going to blow it up. This team isn't even in position. You don't blow a team up 16 games into the season no matter how bad it is. Bulls Nation needs to calm the hell down, right? Uh, this isn't 2K. This isn't where you can just, and all the people saying, oh, trade Zach, some unprotected first picks, and da, 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 for 80. Shut the fuck up. AD isn't going to fix what the fuck is going on with this team right now, right? It's not. It's not. And that's not to say that, Zach Levine's contract, especially if he keeps performing this way, may not be something that the front office does look to move, as we've seen with this one. Well, as we've seen over the course of the last handful of years, any contract is movable. And hopefully this front office is, is genuinely evaluating that, but it's not time to blow it all up 16 games into the season where you bet on continuity. It's not. As frustrating as it is, as, as pissed off as it is, you guys have seen these videos. I've been here. I'm right there with you. This team ain't it right now. It's not. But 16 games into the season, it's not time to blow it all up. Calm down, hold your tits, and chill the fuck out. It's not time yet to blow everything up. There is some time. Some some things need to change, especially if this continues. And like I said before on yesterday's episode, coming out this, this road stretch that we have after this game on Monday against Boston, if the Bulls have, God forbid, did go winless in that stretch, or God forbid the, the losing streak has reached the double-digit mark, Things need to change for this team. But now everybody, oh, oh, it's clear the Wendell Carter's a better. No, Wendell Carter is not a better player than Nikola Vucevic. He's not. It's not. There's no, like, stop looking at just the games first. Like, Wendell cooked. Don't get me wrong. Wendell cooked. And I love seeing the, the increased confidence that Wendell Carter had and he's grown from. And I understand the growth of Wendell Carter, the growth of Mar- Laurie has just seen, have, now has a lot of Bulls fans thinking, woulda, coulda, shoulda. But you guys were the same ones sitting there saying and, 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 and saying Laurie wasn't it as well. It takes time. The fact of the matter is, when you're building a team, and this is why I'm glad that AK and Eversley are here, and, and it's not us as GMs, me included, we would make some harebrained, knee-jerk reaction type moves, and it's not time for that. It's not time, right? It could be. That time could be appro- approaching very soon. Let me be clear on that. It could absolutely be approaching soon. But 
you have to allow the team time. What if Boston would have broken up last year when they got off to a slow start? And again, it's easy just to point to the team and say, oh, that team, they, they completely turned their season around. The Bulls can do the same thing. They may not be able to, but it's not time 16 games into the season to make that decision. Things have been bad. Things are bad here. This is not one of those channels, pages, or videos where I'm going to try to convince you guys that things are better than what it is because it's not. Things are bad right now, but that doesn't mean they're going to stay bad necessarily. Now, a lot of the things that concerned Bulls fans last season, me included, are starting to rear their heads consistently now, and we need to see this team work their way out of it. I've said it before. Sometimes road trips help team bond together and helps them build some, uh, some resiliency, and hopefully that's what we're going to see in this upcoming stretch for the Chicago Bulls, but it's not time to blow it all up. It's not time to trade DeMar, trade Zach. It's not time for that. It's just not. And so with that being said, like I said, that time could very well be approaching. I want to make that clear. I'm not of the mindset, hey, we don't need to make, if this continues, we, do, we just need to hold on and see it through. No, if this shit continues, some, some heads need to roll, and that first head may very well be Billy Donovan, So, which gets us to the next topic that we have. The, 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 the discontent with Billy Donovan, and you have some people, some Bulls fans that are defending him and say, well, Billy isn't out there shooting. He can't make shots. And that's all, that, when people say that, I have to just put him in the category of only being stat, stat sheet watchers and box score watchers than the game. If you don't understand how the coach affects the game, affects the culture, affects the mindset of a team, then I need you to watch more basketball because it absolutely does. And while Billy Donovan may not be the one out there missing shots, Billy Donovan's rotations and adjustments have always been a question in his tenure with the Chicago Bulls. And so, wow, and I'm not one of, like, coaches usually do become the first scapegoat, right? They, they do. And I, I'm, I'm not, a, Billy Donovan is still, he's not a bad coach. He's not a great coach either. And for those that are asking, hey, who should the Bulls go out and get to replace him? You don't get a big name. Eric Spolster was not a big name, not known to the, to the general NBA community. Nick Nurse was known as a solid assistant, but not necessarily the head coach that he turned into, right? You don't, M.A. Doku, known as a player, who knew he was going to end up turning into the coach that he turned into? You don't need to go after big names. This is not a, not a NBA, uh, uh, NBA player thing. When it comes to coaches, a coaching change does change things drastically a new mindset a new methodology a new way of going about things can drastically bring things about but again like i said with the players thing it's not going to happen immediately billy donovan is not going to be fired tomorrow billy donovan more than likely as much as it's to the dismay of some bulls fans is going to be the head coach of the chicago bulls more than likely until the end of the season now i do think if this losing streak gets to astronomical levels that will change but as of right now they're going to allow billy donovan the season to see you through they are but you can feel it, and you can feel that it even seems like in Billy's presser after the game that maybe he even is starting to feel and realize that this team might be slipping away from him. I'm not saying, I'm not reporting that that's for sure the thing, but it, we could start seeing it. When we look back, by the end of the season, we could very well look at that game against the Magic, that, that end-of-game interview by Zach Levine being the, the first steps and pieces of the puzzle to show that Billy Donovan's time as a Chicago Bulls head coach the, the clock started ticking. It could very well be that, but it's not going to happen immediately. I understand we are dealing with a lot of frustration from a lot of different angles with Bulls Nation right now. It started in the offseason with the Bulls not making moves that us, a lot of Bulls fans, wanted to see them do. They 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 bet on continuity. They brought Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond in, who have been really good off the bench for the Chicago Bulls. The roster construction, not having enough bigs, not having enough shooting, all these things we are starting to see how the fact that it's 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 not coming together the way that AK and Eversley might have thought. 
And all I'm saying to Bulls Nation is, while I understand this is a very frustrating time, this is a very, the, the levels of pissivity are at an all-time high right now with Bulls Nation, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. And I know sometimes staying the course, sometimes saying, hey, that change that you want to see is not coming right now. It sucks to hear. But I'm not here to tell people what they want. I, this is not a place to hear your opinions come out my mouth. It's not the place for that. I'm not never going to be the sky is falling, gloom and doom, Chicago Bulls fan that some of you guys are just because I try to look at things from a more objective and level-headed and just building type mindset. But it's also, this isn't going to be the place if you just want to hear, it's all good. We're just, it's all fine. It's not that either. We sit in a really weird place right now because guess what? The Bulls don't have the assets to where be, being bad would help them. And it doesn't seem like we have the roster to be an elite team in the Eastern Conference right now with the way and level of play that we've seen. There are some play level uh, play issues with it. There's some coaching issues with it. There's a lot of things going on right now with the Chicago Bulls. And the hope is at some point, some of this is going to even out for the Bulls. Now, are they going to be the team that they were last season leading the Eastern Conference for a small part of the season? No. That's not going to happen. That is not in the future for this team at all. And if it does become in the future, that means that this season completely turned around for the Chicago Bulls. The lack of shooting, the lack of size at certain times, the lack of sometimes rebounding, which is crazy to hear because we have two double-digit centers who are rebounding the ball in Vooch and Andre Drummond, They're just, and the lack of heart. The heart is the thing that this team is under their control. They need to discover that. Some people have said, seen in last game, Io, Patrick Williams, they need the ball in their hand more. Yes, but the thing is, is that having the ball in their hand more and, 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 and having more things go through them may mean coming with some growing pain losses. And is the Chicago Bulls nation ready to, to deal with that? This team is in a weird place. It's in a very awkward and strange place because you gotta, it's not going to be a quick fix to any of this. The quickest way to fix this is improvements throughout the it, with, internally with the roster, with players improving, with Zach Levine getting back to playing like Zach Levine. That, that's that's the biggest sign or the or the or the best way that this team has of turning the corner sooner rather than later. Going full rebuild. Are you guys ready for another fight? Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home. Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Five years of rebuilding because it very well could do that for the, the Bulls fans that are of the mindset of blow it up. But again, not saying that's not necessarily the answer. All will be revealed soon. The Bulls are in one of the more difficult places of a franchise. You'd, if they had their own picks, it'd be easier to say, hey, let's trade everybody away. Let's go through a tough loss of, of losing. Let's get a high draft pick in a, in a draft class that could be very deep. But the reason why that, that may take a time and the reason why, and I guess it should add to that, why it's not the time for the Bulls to... Blow it all up now because they don't own their own first draft, first round draft pick. Now, I will say this. As much as this sucks to say, right, it sucks. And I know Bulls fans are going to be typing away and not happy with me saying this right now. If the, the, the Bulls still need to see this season through, more than, more than likely, I'm going to say they need to. The more likely outcome is the Bulls seeing this season through. Because the year where the Bulls, it would benefit the Bulls to blow it all up is actually next year. We own our own first round pick. It's rumored that that's going to be the first year that high school players are allowed back in the draft. So you're going to have a double draft in the way of one-and-done players and players coming out of high school potentially. And at that point, Vooch is off. That's DeMar DeRozan's last season. That would be the season where if the Bulls still are bad, that you may see a blow-up. But I don't see it happening before then. Again, things could go completely further left than what they are because a lot of Bulls fans would say they're already completely left that would send us into that early. But, again, trying to be the reasonable, trying to be the level-headed Bulls fan, that's where I see it. This, this is probably the longest pre-recorded part of a mailbag episode ever. But let me know what you guys think on everything down below. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the mailbag. We only got two voicemails for today. Let's go ahead and get into this first one. This one is from Teresa, a.k.a. Goon, a.k.a. Auntie. Hey, hey, what's up, my boy? It's Auntie. Good, good afternoon. But, hey, hey, because Zach Levine lost his damn ass. Cause he lost his damn man. You a two hundred and fifteen million dollar man. You ain't shit. You ain't being shit. Fuck you gonna get mad at Bill Dillon. He should have bent your ass first quarter. You you did nothing. You lost your money for man. Your ass should be pissed the fuck off. You should be embarrassed. You run your family out here. They think you did. You did shit being Billy. Let me get on you. How the fuck is you benching the motherfucking player that we need in the game? If it weren't for Io Green or motherfucking Demar. It would probably would have been a 40-point lead. Then you let Io play, then then bring him back to the end of fucking third quarter. Who the fuck you think you is? Get your rotation right. Get your man right. Get your plays right. Zach Levine, shut the fuck up. Sit your ass on the bench. Get the motherfucking man right. Do better next time. You should have did some of the so Billy could put your ass back in the game. You ain't do shit. You ain't, you, you ain't even do not even the little shit on defense, motherfucker. And you talking about you pissed off. You, you, you acting like a kid because he benched your ass. You should have been benched first quarter. 
You should have been bitched a long fucking time ago. The fuck is wrong with you? You sound crazy. That's about the craziest shit. Y'all should be embarrassed. That game, we lost to the worst team in the NBA. Do y'all realize we lost to the worst team in the NBA? Chicago, we are fucking embarrassing. And y'all wonder why first take and Kendrick Parker's still saying all this boys. Y'all give them a reason to talk about us. This shit is sad. This shit is unacceptable. I, listen, I'm so sick of you motherfuckers. Look, I started watching the game just to get drunk to talk to my uh, Uncle Bobby yesterday. And look, I ain't even want to watch the Bulls game. Y'all pathetic. Y'all watching the kids I got in this house. These kids in this house more actually than y'all on the motherfucking court. Fuck the Bulls. Y'all need to get y'all shit together. Billy your ass in the motherfucking hot seat. Get your man around your ass at the fucking door, bro. I'm sick of this shit. We lost four games in a row. Four fucking games in a row. Y'all ain't sick of it because I am. How long do we got to see this Bulls team play like this? Don't worry about Lonzo Ball. He's a non-motherfucking factor right now. Lonzo can't do shit for us right now. We need to do something. We need to do something on this court. Offense, defense, we need to play aggressive for the first 48 minutes. Y'all ass is tripping. That you got to get your mind right. You can't get mad at Billy. Billy, you ain't do shit wrong. Bitch, any motherfucker that you feel like that's not playing right. Bitch, any motherfucker that's not on defense or offense. Devontae Green didn't even play that damn long. He came in and gave us energy. Ayo came in and gave us energy. DeMar took over the fucking game. And said, you got a murder be mad. DeMar the one that should be fucking pissed the fuck off. Nukovic, you missed two free throws. You been missing layup. Easy ass shot. I don't know what the fuck going on with this boy's team. But y'all need to get y'all shit together, bro. Y'all pissing y'all. I'm missing, I'm losing too much money fucking with y'all. And I love, listen, let me say this. I love Auntie's perspective. I love the fact that you can feel her frustration as a Bulls fan and that she lets it out. I always say that this is a this was a platform for Bulls fans, and some of that includes with it's therapeutic, it's cathartic to just let it out. And so, yeah, Zach Levine's anger is completely misplaced. I said this at, at the beginning of the show. Uh, Zach needs to look at himself. Billy Donovan also has to figure it out. If you want to continue to be in the head coach of this team, you got to figure it out. You got to get this wrangled in. You got to, like, at the end of the day, right, yes, you have leaders on the floor as players, and you need that. And I think, still think this team needs a more vocal leader, but your leadership still is part of your head coaching um, and, and Billy Donovan doesn't seem like he has that. He needs to get that together. This team has to have and look at themselves and has, has to have in many ways a complete revamp internally. And if they aren't doing that, then it's not, listen, it's, it's not going to get any better. Zach Levine has to stop the bitching. And again, people, whether you agree with him or, or, or disagree with his, his mindset, at the end of the day, you know what's under your control? It's playing better. You got to play better. If you play better, you're going to be on the court. That's my mindset on everything when it comes to any sport. If you play better, you're going to be on the field. Now, there are sometimes things with politics play into certain teams, but this isn't, I don't think anybody thinks this is a situation where it's being political and, 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 bitching, and bitching Zach Levine. Zach has to play better. And, 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 and one thing that Goon said in this and Teresa said in this is that they should be embarrassed. That's the part that I hope this team uses to fuel to improve. You should be embarrassed by your performance, especially on your home court for the paying Bulls fans, the Bulls nation that sits there and spends their time and money to come out and watch you and you dropped a goose egg of a game that was just embarrassing. It was embarrassing on every level. That embarrassment hopefully is used, not just in Zach, but in the team as overall to put that chip back on this team's shoulder. You remember last season where, this, where we started off and I kept saying, this, chief, this team has a collective chip on their shoulder and they came out of firing on all cylinders last season. This, this team needs to regain that chip on their shoulders. If Zach Levine is chilling because he got $215 million, motherfucker, you need, to get, you need to wake the hell up. You need to wake up. To Goon's point, to a lot of other Bulls' points, and I'm not willing to say that yet on Zach, that he got his money and he's chilling. 
But if that is what starts developing here, you got to go, right? Billy Donovan needs to coach better. You need to look at your rotations and ride the hot hand, which he did with Javante when Javante wasn't in the rotation. But even some of the defensive schemes of this team, the simplistic offensive scheme of this team, and I've said this before too, it's not on Billy Donovan that the players sometimes decide to stand around and watch DeMar go to work. But at the end of the day, if you can't light a fire under the ass to motivate them to start moving without the ball, we need somebody who's going to do that. We need somebody who's going to do that. Because that right there changes the whole dynamic of this team. We got to stop the whining. We got to stop the bitching at refs at everything else. That's DeMar. That's Zach. That's Vooch. That's everybody who does that at times. And play basketball. Get back to execute. And have some pride about the way you go about this damn game. Have some pride about wearing the red and white and black of the Chicago Bulls on your chest, whatever you want to call it. All Get some pride about it. This team has no heart. And that's the thing that's so frustrating about this franchise and this team right now. And hopefully they get the shit together. All right, let's go ahead and move on to this last voicemail today. This one's from Shay. What's up, Hayes? This is Shay. You know, people, I've been thinking about this whole Kobe White situation and why he's not playing too well. And let's just be factual about this whole thing. For one, Kobe White is not a catch-and-shoot player, and we're using him as that. You know what I'm saying? He's more of one of those Lou Williams type, Nate Robinson type of players where he has to go out and get his own shots. And I think we're limited, limiting him to to just that. You know, people wonder why his numbers are digressing so much. Let's face it. The man, the man at first two seasons had the ball in his hands along with Zach Levine. Now, I know what a lot of people are going to say, adjust your game, but hey, some people are not catching shoot players. Now, it's okay to play that with a guy like Daniel House or a guy like a, I don't know, Kyle Corbett, or maybe a guy like, I don't know, I don't know. Basically what I'm saying is, hey, you play the type of way we want him to play is the way you play a shooter, and this guy's a scorer. So I think that uh, if you see him on a team or if we create an offense where he's allowed to get the ball in his hands a lot more, I guarantee you, you will probably see better results results but due to the fact that we have a lot of dominant ball handlers on our team which i don't know why i'm saying down the ball handlers because we always turn the ball over but basically if you see him on the team where he gets the ball in his hands more i guarantee you, you'll probably see better and much different results anyway tell me what you think peace all right um so shay brings up something that i i hey this is one of shay's best voicemails ever um but Forcing Kobe White to be a a a just a shooter, something that I said, and a lot of Bulls fans disagreed with me last season, right? They said, oh, no, Kobe's a shooter. He's not a scorer. I, I have always looked at Kobe White as a scorer. When you look at him in NC, when you look at when he was effective on the Bulls, it's because he had the ball in his hands. And then he just doesn't in this team. He is forced to be a jump shooter at times. He is forced to, I still think that even if you're going to make him a jump shooter, you can have him come off more screens, pin downs, move without the ball, things like that. But that is one thing that you see with a lot of teams is that, and I think sometimes it goes overlooked when us as fans, we just see people as, oh, he can shoot three-pointers. He's a three-point shooter. It's about how you get that. Some people are better off the dribble. Some people are worse off the dribble. Some be- people are better catch-and-shoot players. I think Kobe has a little bit of it all, but I do think we've seen Kobe White be more effective when he does have the ball in his hands. And uh, Shea made the comparison to Lou Williams, and I kind of like that to a degree. But typically, when you see bench scores, right, it's a, it's a difference between players who can be in the starting lineup or off the bench scoring, 
But typically when you see a lot of bench scorers in the NBA, it's because they are allowed when they're in the game to have the ball in their hands for things to operate through them. Now, Kobe White has to earn that, right? And Kobe White's played terrible to start the season so far. Let's be clear here. And, you know, do I think that Kobe and some other players are always used best to the best of their abilities? No. And that's one of the biggest things and one of my biggest gripes with Billy Donovan. It doesn't seem like he has used a lot of players in in the, the, the situation that suits them best, right? Vooch is a much better player when he's able to operate, have the ball in his hands, go inside out, things like that. Last season, we saw Vooch turn into a jump shooter at times, which is weird. Some of that was him settling, which I'm glad to see him going back down low a little bit more. He would need to see that a bigger part of his game. But that is one of the biggest issues and gripes that I have with Billy Donovan is that it doesn't seem like he's really changed the system in a way to maximize players' skills. It seems like, hey, Kobe, you can shoot threes. We need three-point shooting. Uh, we need you to do a bunch of catch and shoot threes. But some of that also rests on Kobe White. There are absolutely times, not in the last game because he really didn't do much last game, but that we've seen Kobe White, like, as soon as he touches the ball, he shoots it. And I don't know if that's him trying to prove the point. I don't know if that's him trying to work himself into rhythm. Um, but it's just, it, like, the, Kobe, the way that Kobe White's career has gone has been so disappointing, I'm sure, for him, for Bulls fans, things like that. We realized early on he was not the point guard that some people thought and that hoped and that the, the front office was hoping that uh, Kobe White was going to turn into. But even now being on the bench, being in that position of being more of a scorer and a spark plug off the bench and having chances for that, he hasn't really excelled at that either. I do think that, I still think that when Kobe, if he does end up leaving this team, whether it's in free agency, whether it's in trade this season, depending on the situation he goes to, I think that we get, could still see Kobe become that consistent score that many of us want him to be but at the end of the day like it's just it leaves so much it leaves so much um to be desired with the way that some of these players are used at times even io even we know patrick williams i gave you guys the stats when patrick williams when things operate through patrick williams and he gets double digit shot attempts shot attempts that are more conducive to a to where a fourth overall pick typically get patrick williams averages 18.7 points per game probably has come down a little bit so I haven't, I haven't done the calculations in a minute. Let's just say for at this point, it's 17 points per game. But like six rebounds, four assists, and a couple of like Patrick Williams is a way more engaged player when he has more touches. Now, again, that's still partially on him, partially on the coaching staff that he is that he can be that timid of a player at times. But it just really leaves a lot to be desired how certain players are used in Billy Donovan's offense and defense at times. But a great voicemail from Shea. Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.